This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. How are we doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And if you don't know, this is your daily financial news. This is a show we do every day. Yes, every day means every day, seven days a week. We've been doing it for longer than two years. So uh, by my count, that's over 800 episodes in a row. Thank you very much for watching. A couple of quick announcements before we get started. Uh, first, uh, Matt, uh, the Lumberjack Landlord, who is usually our guest at 8 a.m., he has some family stuff today. So you know what we did? We talked yesterday, and those videos are going live this morning. I think it's 10 a.m., noon, and 8 p.m. Pacific. Again, Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord, wants to be on the channel uh, so we got together, recorded yesterday, so you could see him on Tuesday. Love my experts. If you want to understand the various multimillionaires that come to you uh, six days a week, there are playlists below. I finally paid some money, spent some money uh, to get someone else to do some YouTube stuff, because I still don't have any idea what I'm doing on this thing. Uh, so that is there for you. Next up, uh, I wanted to let you know, because Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord, won't be with us at 8, what I am going to do is I am going to go through our my choices exercise. This is something you saw me do uh, with five of our experts in the last two or three weeks. It is step one of my Get Your Money Right course, but I still don't think a lot of people understand how important it is. So I'm going to do my best to go back in time to when Olivia and I uh, were 30 years old, or, or I was 30 years old, and kind of let you know how we were doing financially and how we made sacrifices in choices, i.e. the name of the spreadsheet, that allowed us to really get momentum with our portfolio, right? A lot of you have read my book, One Rental at a Time, and you see how mo momentum built but what you may not see is a lot of that momentum was because of sacrifices we made. Uh, so I'm going to do my best to kind of bring that to you. I'm going to use that hour, which Matt and I would usually talk to record that. That'll probably go up at 2 or 4 o'clock today. It'll probably be a 20 or 30-minute discussion because I'm going to give you as much as I can recall you know, from nearly two decades ago. Because again, I don't think people realize how important that was. So um, that is important. Uh, so what I'm going to do here is talk about the daily financial news. And let me just answer Jeffrey's question. Jeffrey, I've gotten through about a third of your ebook already. Uh, I like it. Um, I'm not done with it yet, uh, but I do plan to, uh, to complete it. Usually the weekends are best for me, uh, to, to kind of sit back and consume content. Uh, but on to the daily financial news, uh, a couple of quick things that you will likely see today is housing, you're probably going to see housing headlines that are negative. Housing starts crash. Canada market cracks. Those are things that I put in my title. And they could be kind of accurate. 
Uh, first off, if you've been following this channel, you know we have been talking about builders for quite a while uh, because they've had to slow down and actually talked about it yesterday. Builders, builder sentiment on Monday told us they're slowing down, right? I have posted things on my Instagram page that shows you just how few available homes are out there. They have seen lumber prices go up in some markets 300%. Builders build, but they're not going to lose money. So they have slowed down dramatically. So Housing Starts, which is a collection of single-family and multifamily for the month of April, down, down, down 9.5%. The all-important single-family statistic, which is what you and I really, or at least I care about, you may care about both, I only care about single-family, uh, was down 13%. Here's the rub. There's, it's actually not even that good, if that makes sense. Did you know that they count a housing start as soon as they lay the concrete pad? More and more builders I have heard from across the country are laying the concrete pads and not building the frame. They're not going to build the frame they're because lumber is too expensive. They are just going to sit down and wait. They are building slow. And, oh, by the way, more and more builders are complaining about labor shortages, the trades. I have talked about this for over six weeks. This is a problem, and it is not going away. In addition to that, we've got um, numbers in Canada, which are interesting. If you haven't watched the Canada housing market and you're from the U.S., you probably should. There are some subtleties in lending and things that make it um, not quite apples and apples, but all housing markets are interesting. Canada has seen some amazing appreciation the last several years, uh, but uh, they just had a bad month. They just had a bad month. Housing sales were down 12.5%, and prices or value or whatever you want to call that were down 2.9%. Affordability is going to be a problem in the U.S. I think what we are seeing in Canada is the first signs of a crack in the housing affordability being a real problem. Canada, in a lot of ways, I guess one guy's opinion is kind of ahead of the U.S., at least many U.S. markets on the affordability scale. They've, they've raced ahead. Uh, and then the final number in Canada is their housing starts were down 19.8%. So this lumber issue is not just a North America or a U.S. issue. It is a worldwide issue. So again, housing starts down in the U.S., 13%. Down in Canada, 19.8%. Folks, what does that mean for you and I? That means go get some existing homes. I'm looking to add more and more units, especially after I had to cut that damn check to the IRS. I need more depreciation. So I need to buy more and sell less. That's going to be the theme of 2021. Uh, on to uh, retail sales. Uh, I talked about this is the week ahead over the weekend. I think it was on Saturday. And uh, as expected, consumers like to spend Man, consumer spend. Macy's beat top and bottom. Again, top being revenue, bottom being net income or earnings per share, if you like. Uh, same store sales up 60%. That is a beat. Home Depot beat top and bottom. Sales surge 32.7%. Home Depot is interesting because it is just continually crushing it. 
And again, Home Depot is interesting. Again, what did we just talk about? New construction, down, down, down. Well, Home Depot is really an existing home sale story, not a new home sale story. So up, up, up. Walmart beat top and bottom with same store sales up 6%. Walmart was the most important retail sales number I told you on Saturday because, again, it was their kind of customer base, if you will, that we thought might be uh, impacted by the unemployment and stimulus checks. And, again, Walmart being the behemoth it is, a 6% rise in same store sales is, frankly, awesome. Uh, So, again, the consumer is spending. Uh, do you remember a movie called The Big Short? If not, go check it out. Uh, one of the stars of the show or the person who made the most bank uh, was a gentleman named Michael Burry. He went short the housing loans, if you will, CDOs and all that toxic nonsense. He was kind of the first to realize just how junky they were. He went Short, short, short. Uh, I think he made over a billion dollars. Not a bad day. Uh, But he now has taken an aggressive negative position on Tesla. Uh, He has over 500 million in put options, which means he has a bet the stock goes down. Uh, Like I have talked about, the fact that Tesla prints earnings per share because of regulatory credits, because of Bitcoin sales, because of all things except Making cars, kind of a bad deal. Uh, And he is now putting his money where his mouth is. Uh, Half a billion dollars in shorts. The things to remember about Michael from the movie is he was early, right? Remember, he was early. He suffered lots of pain. And then he was right. And then he was really, really, really right. Again, as an investor, he is willing to be early and he is willing to suffer pain. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Those Tesla bulls out there and you know who you are. I've put out a couple of videos. I even addressed one specifically to meet Kevin uh, about six weeks ago and going, dude, you are too positive. Uh, It is going to be interesting to see what happens over the next six months. Yeah, kind of crazy. Uh, Looks like Amazon is looking to expand its content library. It is potentially looking at buying MGM Film Studios. Oh, you know, seven to nine billion dollars. Must be nice. Uh, Something interesting about Warren Buffett, as you know, if Buffett has something out there, I generally take a scan of it. Looks like he has exited almost all of his Wells Fargo stake. That is interesting to me, right? He's held Wells Fargo for almost 30 years. You want to talk about a long-term investor? You want to talk about diamond hands, folks? Warren Buffett is diamond hands. He held Wells Fargo through the worst banking non-crisis that I have seen where their just reputation, just hit their reputation. These accounts and these fees and stuff they were slamming customers with, Warren Buffett held. He's not holding anymore. He is out. That is interesting. Uh, Japan economy, again, we are seeing kind of fits and starts in the worldwide economy. Uh, Frankly, it's why I think we're going to have years of growth because it's not all growing at the same speed or the same rate at the same time. But Japan economy shrank. That was a surprise. 
And it didn't just shrink a little. It shrank 5.1%. That'll get your attention. They basically saw consumers, right? The Japanese consumer reduce spending by 5.6%. And the Japanese government reduced spending by 6.9%. Yeah, this is going to be kind of messy as we get the worldwide worldwide engine going of commerce again. Crazy numbers out of California again. You, these numbers are hard to believe, hard to fathom. But California homes, the median home sold in California, you'll never guess. I mean, I live in California and I wouldn't have guessed this. 813980 dollars. Let's call it eight hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. The median home price in the lovely state of California. That's not right. That is just absurd. The median price of California. Yes, there are some expensive parts, but California is a big state. Ah, oh, man, that's crazy. Eight hundred fourteen thousand. It is up 7.2% in a month. It, it is up a ridiculous 34% year on year. What? <laughs> That's nuts. 34%. Well, I'm glad I own a lot of California real estate. That's it's okay for me, but man, that is nuts. We will have an affordability problem. I go back to kind of highlight what Canada is showing, the cracks in it. Uh, it is um, it is going to be interesting to see what this is. Oh, you guessed 800. You you win, Linda. Congratulations. Go buy some lottery tickets. Today might be a good day. You know, take a shot, right? Why not? It's a buck. So in the end, folks, a lot of fun today. Uh, again, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to record the choices video just to show you how important it was to our journey. Uh, go ahead. We got Matt, uh, the Lumberjack, three videos out today. And of course, we got the real estate entrepreneur, Omar, on at nine. Uh, so it should be a great day. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Today's a great day to make some money. Uh, let's be a little bit better than yesterday. Bye-bye.